0: Thank you. I've never read the book. Oh,
1: okay. Is it different?
0: Nope. It's the same. So you knew. I knew what was uh, going to happen. So I'm kind of mad. Actually, right. that's like one of my big notes is that I'm kind of mad that I didn't read the book first because I would have wanted to guess like who well, I me, was. Well, let me tell you, okay? I <laughs> have no idea. I, when we get to the questions, I have a whole section. I have a, like a, I wonder who Jackie, did Jackie have one specific person that she thought it was? I got my notes. Right. Yes. Okay. So I don't have a ton of notes because like I, you know, yeah, yeah, neither do I, but, um, Wait, we should tell them this.
1: Oh, wine! Yes. This is a wine podcast as well. We (laughs) don't just read. We also drink a lot. Yes. And we take some time to pair it. So we should probably talk about the pairing. Mm -hmm. It is a red wine.
0: Yes, because... It's, it's a murder mystery. mystery. If you check out our website, read between the blog, you can go to the Tannins and tones tab. That's got a breakdown of all our wines. So it's a dry. It's a dry red. Yes. Um, because dry reds are for murder mysteries. Obviously, and classic Agatha Christie novels. Literally, we use Agatha Christie She's as an example in the definition.
1: So we're drinking Nineteen Crimes. It's this one's called The Uprising.
0: Do you, Do you want to read the back?
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Here we go. The Uprising, a new wine aged for 30 days in rum barrels, pays homage to Australia's Rum Rebellion of 1808. Due to the government's hindering of the rum trade, the rebellion was the only time a group of soldiers and citizens banded together to overthrow the government. We love a good overthrow. Yeah, we do. A portion of this handcrafted wine has thus been aged for 30 days in rum barrels and is dark with jammy flavors and a
0: smoky finish.
1: (laughs) Um, so yeah, it's a red wine. Um, it's got
0: a fifteen percent alcohol by volume. Yep. Yeah. Um, we picked it because, um, you know, they all band together. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert: they all band together in the book.
1: So to like commitment. Quick, quick summary: there's been a murder on a train, and there's like these people on the train, and there happens to be a detective on the train. The train's like, uh, yeah, let me tell you how wrong I was pronouncing it the entire book.
0: Hercule Poirot. Porto! <laughs>
1: no.
0: <laughs> I think,
1: no, I think I said Poirot.
0: Poirot. Which okay. is like
1: the American version. Hercule
0: Poirot. See, okay, so I've seen the movie, obviously. Kenneth Branagh plays Hercule Poirot, mm-hmm. and he's so freaking good. For those of you who don't know him, he's very well celebrated in Shakespearean movies, so he played Macbeth in the Macbeth movie, and he played Lockhart in Harry Potter. So, um, if you don't... Yes, you didn't know who Kenneth Branagh was, he is... Fabulous! He's a great, great actor. Um, it's a really star-studded cast. It's really, really. Daisy Ridley's in it. Um, Johnny Depp plays the murder, like the bad guy that gets murdered. Um, oh, really? Yeah, Johnny Depp is plays Ratchet. Ratchet slash Cassetti. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, oh god, Michelle Pfeiffer plays oh, Mrs. We love Hubbard. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, um, John Boyega is mm-hmm. um, um, the Colonel. I, guess I could just look it up. He's the Colonel. Daisy Ridley is Mary Demenham.
1: Okay.
0: Um yeah, we could just look it up. But the, that's what I that's all I remember. But I know that there's a very famous woman who plays the princess. Um okay. and I don't remember her name, so you might want to look it up because okay. she's fabulous too. Well,
1: um, and so the whole time this detective is like interrogating the witnesses, everyone on the train. He's putting together stories and timelines and there's a bunch of evidence. And at the end, this motherfucking twist is like, "Bitch, they were all in on
0: it." All, all of them. All, they all murdered him. All of them murdered him. That's why He's got a bunch of different types of wounds that were inflicted, like, by strong hands, by weak hands, by, by right hands, by left hands. Um, it's incredible. So they did. They were The detective was like,
1: this is probably two people. One killed them and one went in to kill them, didn't realize it was dead because it was dark. And they were just so off. Then he got his wits about him and fucking figured that shit out.
0: Yeah, it was fabulous. Um, Judy I, Yes, Judy Dench plays the princess. Princess Dragon, Dragon off, Which um, is
1: just so accurate.
0: Yes. She's fabulous in that role. Who else is in it? Um, oh. Anybody else of note?
1: Johnny Depp's the big one that y'all will know. The that best bastard. That anybody would know that name.
0: Yeah, everybody would know Johnny Depp.
1: No, you pretty much hit the big ones. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, so it's a great... It's honestly... A very great movie adaptation of this book. I'm usually a book-is-better-than-the-movie person. I have my favorite t-shirt literally says the book was better. But I would say that this movie is pretty much on par with this book. Um, they did a really great job adapting it. So um, if you're lazy and you don't want to read the book, pause now. Go watch the go movie. Go watch the movie and then come back.
1: On back. <laughs> back. Did you know that this book is inspired of true events?
0: Yes, I did! I looked it up! Literally, okay, wait a minute, because I got to page 76 of my book, which is, let me see if I can tell you what chapter that's in, because Jackie and I have different editions again, I'm sorry. As usual. Oh, so it's the first page of chapter 8, and so I said, I wonder if Daisy based. The first is chapter based... Yes, the first chapter 8. Okay. Sorry, it's split into a couple sections in every chapter, like they restart chapter numbering. Oh, it's close, that's page 63 for me. Yeah. So um, I want. I said. I wonder if Daisy Armstrong it's based off a real person. And then my next sentence is in all caps and I said she is! She. Can I take your thunder here? No, go for it. She's based off the Lindbergh baby! Yes. I wrote that <laughs> it. I was
1: like, this sounds a lot like
0: the Lindbergh baby. Right, and I, and I said, OMG the similarities are there. Yeah. So, if y'all don't know, the Lindbergh baby um, kidnapping was a very famous case. Yeah. You probably have actual notes about it or actual knowledge about it because I, like I, I can just be like he got kidnapped and then it's he, really, mm-hmm. they wanted ransom and then they ben, killed the baby. That's
1: exactly what like it's not
0: you're correct (laughs) 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 so Lindbergh um was it the same lucky lindy charles Lindbergh um was the guy who he was a pilot he was a famous pilot pilot um and um his son his baby son was kidnapped and they were sent a ransom note basically and so they paid the ransom and then found out that the baby had been dead like the whole time
1: Dear sir, have 50
0: ready, 25
1: in 20 bills, 15 in 10 bills, and 1 in 5 bills. After 2 to 4 days, we will inform you where to deliver the money. This is, it's riddled with spelling errors. Mm, Great. We warn you for making any ding. Okay, so anything. Public or for notify the police the child is in gut care. Indication for all letters are signature, which, here's the signature. Wild. Yep. And three holes. And, um there we are
0: yeah so um oh man i i kind of just want to go like chronologically let's go chronologically that it cool? makes the most
1: sense with a fucking murder
0: so okay so in the intro does your your book has an like introduction to the cast of characters
1: oh no Does yours?
0: can i read you mine oh oh can this one? one
1: yeah oh yeah i do have okay. it did you read it yeah Okay. I don't have any notes because I.
0: I just wrote. How do we feel about the cast of characters descriptions? Do we want to revisit this at the end?
1: That's actually a good idea. So, so let's take a minute. Yeah, it's all in, still accurate.
0: Yeah, it is, but it's definitely.
1: It's like a nod to like all of this is like. There's you like you can see that a secretary
0: deluxe it. who speaks in many tongues. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, pseudo-philanthropist was more malevolent than benevolent. Which is the one who died? Everything here has double meanings, and I love it. Agatha Christie is a freaking genius. So, for example, we have a Re- the Princess Dragomiroff, a Russian grand dame whose pearls were so large they were as improbable as her story. <laughs> um, Mrs. Hubbard stereotype of an American matron. She never stopped talking, but her acting spoke louder than her words, which is a nod to the fact that she's really actress Linda Arden. Mm-hmm. So everything Which I had, called, by the way. Did you? I did. I called, um, okay, so I called, I said, how did Ratchet speak in such good French if he was terrible at French? Yes, um, right? I called that one. Bitch. Um, I called <laughs> when they were finding all the clues, I just went, the sleeping draft! A pipe! <laughs> um, and then... Um, I called that he was having everybody write something down to look at their handwriting.
1: Handwriting, I wrote that too. Yeah.
0: Although um, for
1: me it was to compare to the notes, not to see with what hand they wrote. So I was a little bit off, but mm-hmm. I knew that that was that was important. Mm-hmm. Um, but going chronologically, oh, my yeah. first note isn't until page forty-nine when oh. they discovered the letters.
0: I have notes. Um, I kind of forgot. Oh no, my god! Page podcast. sixteen. I'm sorry. I have to. I have to. I have to see what this was. Um. So my note on page 16 um, says um, when he goes with an air of infinite reluctance m- uh, Monsieur Poirot climbed aboard the train. The conductor climbed after him. Monsieur Poirot waved his hand. Lieutenant De Bosque came to sal- the salute. The train with a terrific jerk moved slowly forward. Enfin, murmured um, Hercule Poirot. Enfin means finally! Uh, which is like they're trying to be, like, really, like, polite and stick to decorum and, like, you know, all this stuff. My note on this page says, the way Poirot feels about this dude is about how sorority girls feel about recruitment. <laughs> I'll take a word for it. <laughs> oh, man. Like, he's just, like, I have to be on. And then when the door closes, you're like, ah.
1: Oh, Done. Shoes
0: off. spanks out. Like.
1: <laughs> I feel that from a dance perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Smiles, and as soon as you get off stage, curse because your necklace fell off or some shit.
0: I made a note about how um, Poirot joked that the colonel liked the governess. Um, okay. Debenham. So Arbut- no, I don't know how you say his name.
1: Um, I have... I've been saying it... Sorry, I have to find Arbut-no? where Arbut-no? I typed
0: it. no, I don't know.
1: Arbuthnot. Arbuthnot.
0: <laughs> um, the probably like colonel. Arbut-no. I'm going to call him the colonel. The colonel. That's um, perfect. So the... I, Poirot joked that the colonel likes um, Mrs. Mary Demenum and um, mentioned sea voyages. And I said, so, so true. Romance while traveling is definitely a thing. Considering the fact that every single trip I've ever been on, somebody pairs off. And then when we get back, um, they break up. You know what I'm saying? That's because it's all
1: like, the, the possibilities are endless. endless. I'm a free spirit. I'll do what I want. And you get home and it's like, I have to go to my job now. And your partner's like, who are you talking to? And it's like a whole fucking thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that, it just made me laugh because it made me, mostly it made me think of my very first time um, studying abroad. Um, I was in high school. But um, there was a couple who they they started dating while we were abroad. And then they broke up. They dated for like two years. And then they broke up. Oh, that's, that was, But that's that's more. Yeah, that was more. But it was definitely one of those things where it was like, you kidding? You guys are dating now? Like <laughs> Do your bang, do your thing. <laughs> um I have a note that when Poirot turned Ratchet down for um, he said, I do not like your face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Poirot is the detective on the case, and Ratchet is the one who was murdered.
0: Yes, and Ratchet asked Poirot for protection, because he had been getting death threats, and Paro was like, nah, bitch, I don't like your face. That's literally what happened. Straight happens. up to his face. He goes, I don't like your face. Which is and now my
1: away. new Sorry, I don't want to help,
0: because I don't like your face. Just don't
1: like the way it looks. I don't like how it looks at me.
0: <laughs> I don't want it in my vicinity. Oh, man. Um, I made a note that I enjoyed the use of italics for dramatic effect. That was very on early on in the book. Later on, it annoyed me. I was like, can you stop? This is annoying now. Oh, yeah. It was like...
1: And the mono weapon. Through the yeah. whole book and
0: read all the italics, yeah. and that's all I need. Um. Okay, we're caught up on my notes. Cool. What's yours?
1: So I realized that I over I looked way too deeply into everything. Okay. So page forty nine is when they discovered the death threats. So and they gave like they gave a
0: the Daisy Armstrong letter. Yeah. Okay.
1: I immediately look for clues in the letters Any misspellings, capital letters, punctuation, rhyming Because I thought there would be like a clue mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how long I spent trying to figure out the letter When there in fact it was just a motherfucking letter <laughs> Oh no Yeah, So that was a waste of time
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I have a quote on page 52 Okay um, I'm mad I didn't write down who said it I'm going to assume it's this guy whose name I can't pronounce
0: Who? The colonel?
1: Bjork Book. Book. Is it just book? Why are there four different vowels?
0: B-O-U-C? Yeah. Book.
1: Okay. Book <laughs> says it must be a woman because of the 14 plus stabbings. Oh. And I'm like, first He of all, annoys
0: me. He annoys the crap out of me. Let he, me tell you how inaccurate that is. Well, also, right after that, he's like, it was an Italian. They stab yeah. like, bitch. Like. <laughs> You're wrong. This is not right. He sticks with the Italian theory through the whole, whole freaking book. Like, can you. Stop. And like women
1: poison And that comes in later in the book I was like, Okay so maybe the woman poisoned And then a man was came in and was like stab stab stab
0: They never really did clear up That the he women. got the, the sleeping draft From um, The countess Right? They probably used the countess That's the only thing I can think of Is that he was well, she, ne- she
1: never left the cabin though
0: No but the dude did
1: Oh her husband? Her husband did we don't know who gave it to him.
0: Right. They never cleared that up.
1: But his, I don't remember. Who I it guess was. it could.
0: He, the, his, um, his valet said that he sometimes used a sleeping draft, so maybe he used it. Like, but he, he's the one who did. put But it in he there. wouldn't
1: have because he was going to be on alert for his life. So why put yourself to sleep? Right.
0: So he wouldn't have put it in. But the valet. could Oh, I it. thought you
1: were saying he took it no, himself. No, no, I'm saying that it. the valet. Gotcha. Figured. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Everyone had fucking sleeping pills.
0: They did. They did. It's like college in here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Popping
0: pills. Not my college experience, but you know.
1: No, neither. No. Do people
0: do that stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Oh
1: my god, <laughs> guys, stop. Just stop. Just don't. Okay, just go drinks. Don't. Um. Page 58 is when they find out that he was drugged and a handkerchief was left behind. And I wrote that drugged is a woman's way. Therefore, like, because they don't have to, like, overcome the man. But then I thought that the hanky was a red herring or a setup. Like that shit was too. And then they went on to say that the tobacco pipe and the watch set specifically at the time he was murdered. It's a tarp. It's all a tarp.
0: <laughs> all I just couldn't figure out
1: why? I mean, it makes sense now.
0: I mean, I will say, do you think they actually cuz it was it was Poirot's theory for a little while that the handkerchief was not left on purpose but that the pipe cleaner was what do you think that says about agatha christie that like she's writing that a woman would have drafted and not noticed but i didn't read into that
1: um if i have to i don't think it was a gender thing i think that
0: honestly i didn't either until i just said it right now
1: but um. oh okay, I don't know. I feel like again, I don't own hankies or smoke a pipe, but I feel that a handkerchief is something easily dropped, where a cleaner is not. That's the only thing I can think of. That's fair. Because the cleaners are in; they're not just like swanging in your bag. Like they come in a case, yeah. so to leave one behind is like weird. But a handkerchief just falls out of your pocket.
0: But if they all did it, then how did the pipe cleaner get left behind?
1: Well, I'm sure uh, maybe he took a smoke. Cause, but you know what they also never talked about was the matches. So he must have smoked while he was in there, because. They there were like what he three matches? must have struck a
0: match, and there were two matches.
1: One that they knew that Ratchet actually used, right, to bring a letter, right,
0: and then one that they used to probably light a pipe,
1: which that's There's probably a pipe
0: now. cleaner. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. Okay, and then.
1: And then my notes my notes don't continue until part two.
0: Um. I had a section, yeah, in part two. This is in part two. Okay. But I had a note on, um, what's his name? Hardman, the the guy who was posing as a salesman but was actually a detective. Us, yes. um, I have a note that he was super visual, and then I found out he was a detective. Like, he just, like, his description was so, like, wow, I can really see this guy in my head. And then it was, like, now he's a detective dude. <laughs> and then I said... I also don't remember this part of the story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Excellent, love it.
0: Um, also, like Agatha Christie, can we talk a little bit about her like characterization of people because yeah. she like makes them so like specific. Well, specific and also like visual. Like, cause I have my next note is that the Italian guy struck me as a mafia type at first, but now he just kind of strikes me as an oily car salesman. You like a goofy
1: like doing, guy.
0: Yeah, but like, like, like. Billy Fusillo, like you guys are gonna, you're not gonna believe this. We got cruises, we got no, sales. No, just we're just, gonna rip up your contracts. You know, so Italian that's...
1: was the one who couldn't stay on topic, right? Right. So Cuero was like, "Yes or no questions only."
0: Yes, and that made me think that he's more like a sa- like a car salesman, you know, than like a like a yeah. What about it? What was his job again? You, you come to me on this, the day of my my daughter's day of wedding. my daughter's wedding. Um, I'm sorry. He was actually. The um, chauffeur oh, for
1: the right. Armstrong family.
0: Antonio. Antonio.
1: Tony Tony. Tony. So then so then Poirot finds a letter that talks about baby Armstrong, Daisy Armstrong.
0: Remember little Arm Daisy Armstrong.
1: Yeah. And Daisy Armstrong is a case based off of Lindbergh kidnapping where she was kidnapped and the family was sent a ransom letter and then they pay the ransom. Or they don't, I don't remember. But like, her body was found. So that was like a whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And so that becomes some type of motive. And then so Pyro was trying to... Why am I looking at the...
0: <laughs> don't you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you're explaining to the audience. Yeah, so then Poirot is like, all right, I'm looking for someone who has a connection to the Armstrong family. Plot twist, it's everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Which
1: I didn't... I was... It's fine.
0: But so that's, <laughs> that's
1: where we are at the story when they found... That letter.
0: I will say, I still don't really understand how Paro made the connections between everybody and the Armstrong family.
1: Okay, do, do you have a specific.
0: Well, okay, because obviously, like, the princess actually admitted to being the godmother of Sonia Armstrong. Yes. The, the actual mother of Daisy Armstrong, yes. who died in childbirth shortly after Daisy was found dead. Um, and that she was friends with Linda Arding, who was Sonia Armstrong's mother. I have a lot of trouble following all the Armstrong people. Like I have a lot of I, I had trouble doing it in the movie. I still had trouble doing it in the book. So I don't know if that's like it's just me being stupid. Well, but what's the first then? One that the that first one I think he he singles out. Um, it's a dude. I think it's Tonio actually. Where he's like, you were the chauffeur, and he was like, oh yeah, I was. No. Who's the first one then? Is it no? It's like the count anxious. And the countess. Yes,
1: because they change her name.
0: Yes, they change her name from Helena to so Elena,
1: because the handkerchief is hers.
0: Yes, it's not hers though.
1: Or no, but like that—that was his connection. Yes, that yeah. was his
0: connection. Was that they found a handkerchief with the letter H, and the count and the countess heard about it, and they were like, "Oh, we don't want her to be implied," so they changed her name on her passport mm. and on her luggage, luggage, so that it looks like an E instead of an H.
1: Correct. And then after that, they're like, nah, bitch, that's N in Russian. Uh-huh. You're dumb. I think Debenham was the first one.
0: We can easily look it up.
1: I, I suppose we could. Because I put, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're telling me that everyone on the train is somehow connected to the Armstrongs? Is that why Debenham had to be on that train? Because in the beginning, Debenham, who was like this uptight English woman, she is like having an argument that she has to be on this train, she can't fucking miss it, and she, like, blows her fucking cool about it. Which I, when she said it was a personal reason, I really did believe her. I was upset. What? Part
0: three, where it says, Hercule Poirot sits back and things. I thought this was going to be one page of just him sitting back and oh, thinking, God. and then the next page was going to be part four. They figured it out. <laughs> that
1: would be much better. That's what I would do if I wrote a book. Yeah. Um,
0: okay, So they're looking at the H's... Spot on a Hungarian passport. The first people they actually confront and confirm are related to the Armstrongs are the Count and the Countess.
1: Okay.
0: Because the Countess is Daisy Armstrong's aunt.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yep.
0: The Countess is Helena Goldberg? Goldman? Goldman. Something. Something something gold. Um, And she is Sonia Armstrong's little sister. Mm -hmm. So, and then they're like, huh, why didn't the princess recognize her? So they bring her in, and she's like... Yeah, bitch, I knew. Right, and then she's like... No, she goes, I hear you have my handkerchief. And they're like, what? This is an H. Your name's Natalia. And she's like, yeah, H in Russian is an N. Yep. Dumbass. Which is annoying,
1: and I wrote that I knew that, and I'm pissed that I didn't think of it. Because we knew she was Russian, and they didn't keep that a secret.
0: Nope. Um, And then... And they're like, oh, shit. And they're like, well, why didn't you tell us that you knew this person? And she was like, I just didn't want to cause suspicion. Yeah. And then then they go and they talk to Hildegard? The German? The German woman. Who ends up being the cook. Who was the cook. Um, and that was given away by the fact that she. He said, he said, um, I bet you're quite the cook. And she said, yes, all my ladies have always told me this. But she was pretending to be a lady's maid. And if she was a lady's maid, she wouldn't she be would. cooking. Yep. Um. So she, he guesses that she's the cook, and then I think after that, it's Mary Debenham and he's like, "You were the governess," and she was like, "Yeah, yep. bitch.
1: <laughs> I love her character.
0: She's I, so cold and calculating. I,
1: I just like, I strive to be her. Yeah. really.
0: Daisy Ridley plays her. She's so good. Her. Yeah. And um, I mean, you know, Daisy Ridley is from Star Wars, the newer, mm-hmm. the the third installment of the.
1: The new set.
0: Yeah, know, They had the first ones with Carrie, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill and... Um, what's his face? What's his face? Harrison? It. George? Harrison Ford? What Harrison Ford, yes. yes. Um, and then they had the prequels with Natalie Portman and whatever his face is. Daisy
1: Ridley plays Rey.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And now they've got Daisy Ridley and John Boyega. John Boyega plays... What's his name? It's not Poe. Can you, what's What's the name? John Boyega. B-O-L-E. Oh, yeah. yeah. He plays in Finn. A, it's Finn. Yeah, it's Finn. He plays Finn in the new Star Wars series. And they play opposite each other as Mary Debenham and the Count. Their chemistry uh, kind of. is great. It, it's great. They're so good together in that movie. Um, I kind of wish I had watched it again before we recorded. but
1: um, I wanted to, but the time ran out.
0: Right yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Considering it's Saturday at five o'clock, and we started recording at four, and
1: I finished the book today, you guys. I finished the book at two thirty. I today. finished
0: the book at noon today. So, <sighs> and then I had to write some poetry for next week. So, can I
1: tell you some of my guesses and how wrong they were?
0: Mm-hmm. Great.
1: Since I am kind of mm, feel- yeah, go.
0: I want to know how you felt about with Frank you for them? <laughs> I don't know what you said. Oh, crap.
1: How I felt about the French? Yeah. It was annoying. I get setting it, but I had to look up everything because mm-hmm. I don't speak French. <laughs> some of it you could figure it out, and some of it they repeat, but some of them were so long, and they were just like, okay, next page. I was like, wait, question. <laughs> what so, is that? So, with, so if Solomon's home, I can just ask him because apparently he knows everything. But if Solomon speaks home, like seven languages. It's annoying. But, <laughs> if not, I have to Google it, which, actually, Google Translate does a really good job of, like, making it, like, the common tongue. It's not, like, exact. Yeah.
0: like, je me suis like I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Yeah, which is actually, like, if you literally translate it, it's, I am mistaken. Right. Um, but, well, like, I was tongue. mistaken. Yeah. But the common t- tongue is, I made a mistake. Made a mistake. Which, yeah.
1: that, that, actually, that one actually Solomon did translate for me.
0: Yeah. So, I was curious because I was reading through and I said, um, oh, yeah, page 26. I'm curious to hear Jackie's opinion of the French. Um, I Also, it's interesting to see this through Poirot's eyes. The movie doesn't allow that. You're more like a third party.
1: Yes. Um, I I liked the French, like, when it was put in here, they're, like, monsieur and, and bien. Because, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not dumb. But, like, the long sentences, I just say it was extra work. But, like, it's yeah. fine. It's yeah. fine.
0: Okay. It was fun. Okay. Um, and then I (laughs) I want to make one last note before you tell me who everybody is. Okay. Um, Page one fifty one. When you find out that Mary Devenham's middle name is Hermione, I said, "Mary, I said, Mary Hermione Devenham? That's it. This is Hermione, and she killed the dude with magic. That's why they can't figure it out. I almost texted
1: you, and I was like, "No, Jackie, say save it. the podcast." Save it. I had never seen. I haven't seen Hermione anywhere else.
0: Um, there's a character in Riverdale named Hermione. Okay, uh, yeah, I watch Riverdale, but so that makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. But it was. I was like, Hermione. <laughs> That's so how she, she killed. Yeah. Me. I was like, she's a witch. Um, if that's burn how, her, this, burn her. this
1: book, actually, just morphed into Harry Potter, and I'm, <laughs> I'm okay
0: with that. Thank you, Agatha
1: Christie. She's
0: amazing. Okay, now I want to hear who you thought it was.
1: My okay, I'm gonna give you my hunches as they moved on. Sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. So, am I allowed to give input?
1: Yeah, always. Okay. Yes! My first hunch. This is after they described the how how Daisy Armstrong was kidnapped. Like they described the whole case. I had a hunch that the body they found wasn't actually Daisy Armstrong's and that somebody on the train was Daisy Armstrong. That was my hunch. And that out of rage, actual Daisy Armstrong killed Ratchet for killing the younger sister. I thought he had mistaken the younger sister for Daisy. That would
0: have been so good!
1: Right? So that was my... I was wrong. But that was my hunch. Um, You should write a book about that. Okay, great. Here I go. (laughs) Um, My next hunch, the main person I thought it was was Mrs. Hubbard. I wrote an entire paragraph She annoyed
0: me. I I literally, I think I have a note in here. I, not to. No, go. I had a couple notes. (laughs) I said, yo, this lady is annoying as fuck. Dear Lord, who closes their eyes with a murderer in the room. And how would Mrs. Hubbard know he was already dead? Which is why I thought it
1: was all too suspicious. Which I was like half right, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, so I put, I guess that it was her. She pulled the handkerchief from her bag. Maybe like the one found at the scene, question mark. From her bag, she also pulled a picture of a child made to think it was her daughter, but I think it was Daisy or whoever the girl that actually died was mm-hmm. as a way to like to connect her with that, with that family. She also found a, um, not a bellhop. What are they called? Like Michelle or Michelle? Um, or,
0: uh, oh, the what conductors. Conductors.
1: So a conductor's button was found in her room. It was like, well, that's fucking convenient. So I said that the button she made sure to have in her room as a scapegoat to ensure that she, that, that her claim that there was a man in her room was corroborated by the fact that there was a button. I
0: did not make that connection.
1: I thought she placed it herself. Um, she planned, I, I guess that she planned the whole thing and... Made it seem like it wasn't her. This is also why she was so eager to talk to authority. You know when she yeah. she was yeah she was like I need to talk to authority. She was so asserted herself. Yes, to make sure that she was able to tell her story and set the record straight. Mm-hmm. She also said now this one I ended up reading too much into, but she said without any prompting I just can't get over it. Cassetti on this train question mark during her interview or her interrogation no one ever said Cassetti. So I thought maybe she like had said the name with.
0: Really? No one said
1: it. When? Um, her, her very first interview, before the murder weapon was found in her bag.
0: Okay, so we've got the evidence. So this is page
1: 93 for me. It's probably 90 or 89 for you.
0: The American lady.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, God. Okay, give me one second. No,
1: yeah, you read.
0: I had my eyes tied shut. What? Why? Why? Why would you have your eyes tight shut? Well, it, that
1: fits in with my theory she did. it.
0: Oh, I called the um the fact that... Not from the beginning, but I figured out the fact that the bolt would not be hidden by the sponge bag. I did not get that. I figured that out before he like explicitly said it. it. Yeah.
1: Smart with the odds and evens. Yeah, I figured different. that
0: one out, but I didn't. I didn't make any notes of that, but I did notice it. I was surprised he didn't come out and say it. The like when I figured it out, I was right. like, I thought he was gonna come out and say it. No, it was he saved it for very long. End. Yeah, you're right. They never said the name Cassetti. I wonder if I, I guess it really depends on how publicized that.
1: Which is what right? I I put um, Cassetti on this train. Did anyone ever tell her the name, or was this just such a public affair that it was public knowledge? Should I raise a red flag to that?
0: If it's anything like the Armstrong case or the the, sorry, Lindberg? the Lindbergh case, it would have been. It would have been publicized that they. Did they ever figure out who it was in the Lindbergh case? No. Okay. I don't think. So. I'm pretty, sure that's, an, I'm pretty sure that's not. I'm pretty sure that's a cold
1: case. Um, John Condon was um investigated. But wasn't he the chauffeur? Um he was a retired school teacher. Um he was a Catholic priest.
0: Mm. Yikes Y'all Catholic Church, please get it together.
1: Um he was investigated. It was unofficial investigation. Um, they arrested a man called Richard Hauptman after thirty months that's like, of an investigation. That's he was arrested over two years. He was arrested, interrogated and beaten at least once which is illegal. Throughout yep. the following day and night. Um, oh, this bitch was executed for it. Oh. Oh, he, ha- he put in appeals. Okay, this, yeah. Okay, I read this in my undergrad, so I'd have to review and let you know my opinion. But he was executed for this crime. Okay. But there are many alternatives. Right, theories. because I think that
0: there were a lot of people who were like, you guys were too quick to execute him because we're not sure it was him.
1: He was executed four years after the kidnapping. That's fucking quick.
0: That's fast. Yeah. There are people on death
1: row for like forty years before they're executed. Mm-hmm.
0: There's still people in California on death row because California is like, do we kill people or not? Is it ethical or not? No, you probably shouldn't. Probably not. Um. Okay. Anyway, yes.
1: so I guess technically the crime is solved, but there are still people who doubt it.
0: Okay, that makes sense. That's interesting because I didn't realize that she. Nobody had said the name Cassetti in that conversation but at it the same was time, such public knowledge. Yeah, it was really public knowledge. So yeah, I, at
1: this point, I knew it was a murder mystery. I know how Agatha Christie writes, so I was looking for any small thing. Mm-hmm. Another small thing I picked up was on page 96 when they're interrogating Greta. Okay. Um which for y'all, um Greta Olsen, is O H mm-hmm. L. She's a Swedish girl and speaks very little English. She's a cutie pie. Um she said so, Mrs. Hubbard said that Greta came in and asked for an aspirin, and I told her to fish it out of my bag. Mm-hmm. Greta says she gave me aspirin. So, I was, since that's not, I mm-hmm. guess, you know what I mean? I was looking mm-hmm. for any small thing. It didn't come up again, so whatever. I was wrong. Okay.
0: Um, but
1: I figured maybe that it was something. was a something. small
0: discrepancy, though. Yeah.
1: Um, um, okay, then we get to the interrogation of Princess Dragomiroff. Dragomiroff? Okay. What are we going with there?
0: Dragomorov. Dragomorov. I don't know. Dragomorov. That seems. Dragomorov. Dragomorov. D- Dragon Oh, I have, f- sir. I uh um, oh, no. I'll go Officer! I don't know.
1: <laughs> Shh, come here.
0: Shh, <laughs> <laughs> come here. i to tell you a secret. No, I can't take you that, can't that take bit. That I can't bit. take that bit. That's from, that's I'm sorry, fine. that's from my favorite Murder. That's Karen Kilgara's favorite bit. No, it's not her favorite bit, but, like, it's an like, audience's favorite bit. It's great. And she does it for us because we love her. Because we love her.
1: Um, moving towards the Count, and countess, page 110. The Count is very nervous to have his wife talk to Poirot. Does she have the dragon silk dress? question mark? Which bugs the fuck out of they me. Never they actually never actually said, said who it was. was!
0: They never said who wore the costume either. Nope,
1: and I wish I fucking knew.
0: I think they tell you in the movie. I'm gonna look it up.
1: Okay, look it up. Um... And I was like, or is it just Agatha Christie setting them up to look suspicious? If the office taught me anything, the murderer is not who you least suspect or who you most suspect someone in the, it middle. Is the person who you most medium suspect, which did not help in this trial. So thanks for nothing, Dwight Schrute. And then Arupthnot smokes a pipe. So that was clearly a thing because he's the only one on the train who smokes a pipe. And in at the crime scene, the detective Poirot finds a pipe cleaner. Um, which ends up obviously being a thing because, you know, our root, the Colonel, we're calling him the Colonel. <laughs> the
0: Colonel.
1: Um, was in on it uh, as long as everybody else. Um, let's see. I am annoyed that they didn't go further into the fruity smell. So the Italian Foscarelli, says that Masterman, who is. The I'm looking. so many characters. I know. I have, I have to make to to a list. Masterman was the valet, was Ratchet's valet. Um, he so they were rooming together on the train, and um, the Italian Foscarelli says that Masterman had a toothache when he was trying to go to bed, mm-hmm. and he took something for it. He said that it smells very, very strong. So I made the connection that perhaps that was the the strong fruity smell that the colonel smelled. I'm
0: sorry. Back up a little bit. Yeah. What was the strong fruity smell that the colonel smelled? Well, we—it's never. Right. About. But what was? What did you just say? I'm the sorry. toothache medicine. Oh. Because the
1: Italian said it smelled very strong. Period. So I thought a connection would have been made there, but it was never truly. I mean, maybe it was because they all were in on it, but they, it was never definitively told. Um, then Mary Debenham, page one thirty-four. I wrote, it just hit me that they're asking them to write down their names. Originally, I thought it was to compare handwriting, apparently. That's was, actually
0: what I originally thought, Right? That's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm
1: annoyed that it took me until page 134 to figure that shit out. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my degree. I'm annoyed at myself. <laughs> um, I also originally thought that Schmidt might be lying about... Schmidt is the German girl, what's her name? Her actual Hildegard. name? Hildegard. Hildegard Schmidt bumped into a man, small, brown, with a woman's voice. I thought she was lying about that.
0: She might have been.
1: Well, she was. We know that. Yeah. But I thought that I thought that she didn't bump into anyone, which I guess is true, but I was right for the wrong reasons.
0: Somebody on Goodreads is like the kimono with they don't know. Um some people say it can it belong originally belonged to the countess. Um They think that the conductor was a fabricated red herring. Um, It's kind of two people answered that it was the countess. Okay. She, she, her, the kimono was hers, and that she probably never actually left her. I I believe her
1: husband saying that she never left.
0: For some reason, I remember seeing um, Mrs. Hubbard in the kimono in the movie. Okay. But that's not in the synopsis, so I don't know.
1: Okay. If we find out, we'll add it to the description when we post this. Or you let us know what you think. If you know. Nobody's dialing My phone number is... No. <laughs> um, Alright, moving on. Actually, I don't think I had... I don't have any more hun- hunches. What I did say is page 228. Hardman said that... Or Poirot was like, how many plants do they have in their garden? And Hardman was like, they don't have a garden. But that was before we realized that he was connection. So I was like, so I wrote, how do you know, how do you know if garden? you have no connection? And then... I went back and I win, bitch. I highlighted that. In the yes, way. I love it. And those were all my hunches, but my biggest hunch was that Mrs. Hubbard did it and that Baby Daisy was alive. One of those things was partly correct. Partly correct. I take twenty five percent of the credit here.
0: I have a note from page one seventy two that says Hubbard is faking it. Is that when she
1: finds the murder weapon?
0: I think so. She oh, f- when she faints.
1: Oh, when she faints. Well, she did. They talked she about totally how she faked came. It. Really.
0: She came too very. And funny. then drank some cognac. Yeah. No, she definitely. I was like, she's faking it. Um, I got annoyed when they were talking about, you know, what country has the best girls, and everybody yeah. just assumes it's their own country has the best girls. I got annoyed at that section. Um, and then I wrote <laughs> when they tell you when Paro points out that he couldn't speak French, I said, "Aha! I didn't! I tell you he couldn't speak French." You did. And I, then, I, I, and then page two eleven, I said, "I called the writing bit too. Hell yeah." <laughs>
1: Feel good when you call it.
0: Oh, there's a typo oh. in my book. Oh, on what page. Mal see if it's in mine. Um, okay, so you know the section where they are talking about um it's on page two oh four in my section. So um good. or in my book, but it's a section where they like literally write out all of Poirot's notes on yep. everybody. Yep. Um they I love
1: that section. I love that he did that. Uh,
0: me too. Um the count and countess here are spelled Andreniel.
1: Wait, where is mine?
0: A-N-D-R-E-N-Y-L. This is chapter... Shouldn't it be an O? An O. Oh, I got mine. Oh, no. Chapter one of part three. Yep, okay. Um, and it says, mine says Countess Andrenuel, Count and Countess Andrenuel, with a Y-L at the end. Everywhere else in the book, it appears as Y-I.
1: Andreni. That's interesting.
0: Does yours do that? Um... Hold on. What are you Googling?
1: I'm not. I'm You're Control Fing my thing. So, mine throughout when, and during their investigation, it's a Drenyi with mm-hmm. a Y-A. YA. Y-A. Well, I'm sorry. Wow. No. Y-I. My notes, his notes that he's writing down, it is. Did they spell
0: it with a Y-I or a Y L? Y L. So that's a typo. And it's in multiple. I literally, I was like, I had a little existential crisis. I was like, I'm sorry. Have I been reading this wrong the entire time? No, it's just a typo. How has nobody noticed that?
1: I'm sure they have.
0: This book was originally written in 1933. We cannot be the first people in almost 100 years. There's no way.
1: So in all the Google stuff, it's a droney.
0: But we literally have different versions. When was your book copyrighted? Here, you look while I look here. Wow, nope.
1: That's just a straight typo.
0: But it's in, it's in two different editions of the book. That's wild. Can we write the co- can we write the editors? Yeah. Hi. You have you have issues. There is I'm sure they don't care, but you know. Let's I
1: didn't try. even catch it, so that shows you how little I was paying attention.
0: 244. I have a note. Title of this chapter is Further Surprising Revelations. I wrote this chapter title makes me laugh. <laughs> I love
1: it. All of the ti- uh, title I really like the way that Christy wrote out this book.
0: There's also a section, what is it, 247? This is, um... Who is this? Her voice. Who is she? Hubbard? No, I think it's... Sorry, I have to look that first. Mm-hmm. The Swedish lady, Greta Olsen. She comes in and she talks and she they're like she's crying. I was like, who talks this much while they're crying? <gasps> like mm-hmm. this whole section. She's like actually giving getting out like coherent sentences? I'm like, god, who?
1: I did not read into that.
0: I just got annoyed. I was the like, are you like- really crying? Or are you just the crying did seem Super extra. Seemed extra. And then But I think um, they were
1: trying I think Christy was trying to make her seem young and feeble and like that is the character she played.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Page two thirty-three, I put in all caps Time zones. I forgot about time zones. Because <laughs> The watch was they all they thought it was one forty-five and it was actually later.
0: Mm-hmm. They thought it was one fifteen, but it was two fifteen.
1: Mm-hmm. It just I, I read a lot of crime novels because they're my fucking favorite. If you don't know that already, you haven't been paying attention to my life.
0: <laughs> and this is... Guys, this is the sixth book we've done. Right. We've well, been yeah, doing this for way, six months.
1: six months. I didn't get you anything.
0: I didn't get you anything either. Great. Um, <laughs> Have
1: some Pringles. <laughs> hey, I make a Curry later. Thanks. Um, I didn't... 70... 80% of this I didn't get, which is, like, annoying to me. And also, I love it because... A lot of the times, crime mysteries are too obvious. Mm -hmm. For example, I thought for the longest time, page 177, this is when they're going through everybody's luggage. Um, Poirot finds the kimono in his bag after searching all the luggage, which was clearly like a fuck you. Mm -hmm. I put that it could have been one of the two men on the case with him, either Boog or the doctor. But then I thought that's too obvious, right? And Agatha Christie wouldn't do that. I ended up being correct, but... Any other crime book, that's how it would have gone.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm gl- that's I'm gl- true. I'm, gl- I'm glad that it wasn't. I guess. Although I will assist. say, I think you would like Paula Hawkins and um, Ruth Ware.
1: Paula or Paul?
0: Paula, Paula Hawkins, and Ruth Ware. They're set. They're different authors. I've never seen them write anything together, but I think you would really like them because they really—they both really remind me of like Agatha Christie level twists. I love the twists. Yeah. I feel oh, like we're being very vague. Sorry. But you know what I'm saying. Like, I didn't have a lot of notes on this because I was so... It was a very... It was actually a really easy book for me to read. I was about oh, halfway yeah. through it, and I started... I, I probably could have read this book in three to four hours. I, I
1: think I when you put my first day... I, re, I only read this over two days. If yeah. you put the hours together, it might have been five.
0: Right. I, I really think that if you put all the hours together of when I was reading this book, it was probably four to five it hours. It goes so quickly. Yeah, because I
1: think I think when books go quickly like that, it means it's written so well. Yeah,
0: because it's really easy to follow. You don't get stuck mm-hmm. or tripped up on the language, um, and the storyline is compelling. So,
1: I don't have any other major notes. I do have a question though. I remember mm-hmm. I had a question. Mm-hmm. Um, could you explain to me what Princess Dragomiroff meant about destiny? I didn't. That wasn't cleared up for me. On my page 107, she goes, um, she talks about this, oh, your Poirot, this must be destiny. Like, she knows that he, she's a, that he, that Poirot is a detective, and she said this must be destiny.
0: Yes, I remember now. I don't know what that is. This is is destiny. Um. Is that just, like, he's gonna
1: figure it out? Or, like, he just happened to be on the train when they I bet it's
0: No, I bet it's her, because I don't, I don't know that they ever actually explain that, either in the book or the movie. Okay. Um. I bet it's her saying, you know, this is what we get for taking justice into our own hands.
1: I mean, it's true. I don't. I don't think we have clarified yet. All twelve of the people on the train did it. Yeah. Um, and you said the, that at the very beginning. Right. But the way that they they all lied about specific things and left so many things untied and so many pieces of evidence that it was supposed to be confusing and never figure it out. So every single person had one type of evidence against them and three not against them. Yeah. So it was, they. their plan was perfect until...
0: If Poirot hadn't been on that train, and if I the think train they would have gotten with it. Because
1: yeah. remember, the train wasn't supposed to stop. Yeah,
0: and if the train kept going, I bet they would have gotten away with it. They absolutely
1: would have. And then let's talk about the ending real quick, about how they were like, yeah, first one sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's clear that, like, this guy deserved to die because mm-hmm. Ratchet is the one, again, I don't know if we said this, who killed baby Daisy, mm-hmm. kidnapped and killed her, um, which is why they decided to kill Ratchet. They all decide that, yep, it was a stranger and we'll never know mm-hmm. and it's just us on this train. I...
0: How do you feel about that? I called it. You called it? I actually did.
1: When they... When Poirot said, I have two theories. This is when he brings everyone in. Oh, yeah,
0: not, I called that too. When, okay. he was like, when he was like, you might want to come back to this one in a minute.
1: Exactly. And then he started the first paragraph, and I could see where he was going. I was like, he's not going to turn them in. He's not going to do it.
0: Okay. Um, I would like to possibly spoil another Hercule Poirot story for you. Is I love that okay? It. Let's do it. Okay, so if you have not read the ABC murders... If you have not seen the ABC murders on Amazon, maybe skip this part, just go through a little bit. Um, But Adam and I watched the ABC murders, which is another Hercule Poirot story. Agatha Christie wrote a lot about Hercule Poirot. What you find out in the ABC murders is that before he became great inspector Hercule Poirot, um, who knows everything and can figure everything out in Paris, He lived in Belgium when it was invaded during the war, and he was not an inspector, he was a priest. Oh! Oh! Yeah. And so, his, in a past life, Poirot was a priest, and he was like, that's where, I don't think he says it at all in this, but, like, it's a pretty, like, common phrase for him to say, like, mes enfants, mes enfants, which is like, my children, come here, um, that comes from his time as a priest. Oh, he doesn't say that. He in doesn't here. say it at all mm-hmm. in this one, but like in a lot of Hercule Poirot stories, He's he uses the phrase maison enfants, um, which yeah. means my children, which comes from his time as a priest. But he, so like, I think he is an inspector to try and bring justice to the people who other people can't bring justice to. To, right. And so because this guy was such a bad dude. I think he he feels like justice has already been served, and I agree with him.
1: And that I like the context; that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, so I'm not
0: sure if that's canon in the books, um, but that is something that they reveal in the in the in the like the mini series. It's three episodes. Um, John Malkovich plays Poirot in that one. It's pretty good. I uh, but it. he's got a bad French accent, so if that bothers you, don't watch oh, it. Oh,
1: that's adorable.
0: I can't find it, but somebody says
1: I. It might be book book. It might be book. I don't remember, but someone says something like, Oh, oh it is book. Never mind. What's he says my foy, which is like a oh my god, god it. explanation. It literally translates to my faith.
0: My faith, my foi. Okay. I shouldn't know that and I meant to look it up. But
1: Book says it, so never mind, I take it back. Yeah. That was the only thing I could think of that might be.
0: Multiple people say it though.
1: Oh maybe. Maybe that was the one think... time I actually looked
0: it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it said I think it's said two or three times in the book and I never looked it up. Because I was like, I should look that up. And then it came up again. I was like, I should really look that up, And I never did.
1: I also did call that Mary was a mastermind. Yeah? She's the, yeah. I said, page 233, when we realized that the, they realized about time zones, I put, fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, who's a mastermind? I bet it's Mary.
0: See, I guess Mary... What would you consider the mastermind, though? Because I think it was Linda Arden's idea, and then Mary organized the whole thing.
1: I think organizing is math. That's what I meant by mastermind. Mm -hmm. I think she organized who, what, when, and where. Mm -hmm. And then Linda Arden was like, let's kill him! Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. But I also, it wasn't her idea. It was the chauffeur. It was the Italian guy's idea.
0: Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. You're right.
1: Which caught me off guard, too.
0: Caught me a little off guard, as well.
1: Yeah, but Mary was like, "This is what we're doing. This is how it's going to go down." So, because which is so fits. Populated. Yeah, it totally fits into her character. Yeah,
0: it does. Dude, this thing is so complicated. I Christie is a genius.
1: I love her.
0: This was the kind of book that it was very
1: much more of a find yourself falling into the reading than having. I mean, I, we we went through Sorry. our guesses. We went through our evidence. That's that's what the whole book was. I mean, it's a short book.
0: My last note says. Woo! Again, I will say that I wish I hadn't known the story ahead of time.
1: Yeah. That's how I felt about *The Princess Bride, last, last book. Yeah. My last thoughts were, I had a feeling that poor Poirot would let them all go. This man clearly deserves to die, and I hate that his money got him out of that. I also like that most of the loose ends were tied up and accounted for in the end. I was wrong on every account. Which <laughs> that's I That's not liked. true.
0: You weren't wrong on every account. Not every, just most. Right.
1: Um, but I, I liked that, because that doesn't happen a lot. hmm I'm a literary genius. No, it's just because I. This is my shit.
0: You should also watch. Um. I don't know what it's called, but that new murder mystery movie with um Jennifer Aniston. Yeah,
1: it's on my watch list. Did you watch it? No. Oh,
0: you would like it's it. It's literally
1: called murder mystery.
0: So I guess that's it. Murder on
1: the Orient Express, bitches. It was great. Go read it if you haven't. I it, was it, it was a journey too. It was a journey. It was a journey, and thank you for coming along on the journey with us.
0: On the Orient Express. On
1: the Orient Express, where nobody else got murdered.
0: Where there's, like, only a little bit of murder. Thanks for helping us do the murder. We did murder?
1: Oh, I'm married. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for example, I that, you said, I'm married. And oh. I was like,
1: what? No, I am married. There's a...
0: There's a Debenom. 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 Wait, okay, here's a question. Yeah. If you had to cast yourself as one of these people... Marry did, Debenom. Really? Absolutely. I think I'd be Mrs. Hubbard. Hubbard. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, would. Wait, let's cast <laughs> all our <laughs> friends. <laughs> I feel like this is a poor decision. Trying to cast our friends. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We're really happy that you're here for the murder on the Orient mm-hmm. Express. Pringles jalapeno. Try them, they're really good. And as a reminder, we're drinking this is 19 mad. Crimes,
1: The Uprising. Go yes. get it at your local Publix. And if you don't have Publix, move to a state that does have Publix. I promise it's better.
0: It is better. I had a pub sub for lunch the other day. Oh, I haven't had one in so long. I went to the beach and I got a pub sub. Oh, yeah, we're doing that. So I had a bird almost take it out of my hand. Aww. Straight up and hit sandwich and I had to break part of my sandwich off.
1: There was a bird that took the sandwich right out of my hand. No, That's it was a cheat stick. It no, was a cheap stick.
0: No, it has happened to me where they took an entire they're sandwich. They're so violent. They're so violent. God. And then I'm sitting there on my towel by myself, and I'm looking to my left, and there's this family with these three young boys, and they're feeding no. the seagulls. I was like, you're stupid. They're never going to leave you alone. And they deserve
1: to die on the orange. orange. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit much. Was that too far? It,
1: was a, little far, it was a bit much. But, you
0: know. So this is read between the vines we appreciate your listenership um, hey, thanks next week's uh, mini sode. yes and then the next month we're gonna be doing um everything everything which is by nicole yoon nicola yoon i'm sorry i read that wrong there's
1: a movie about it i'm sure you've seen it
0: yeah um I haven't seen it. No, I haven't
1: seen it. Cool. Don't oh, watch it. I won't.
0: Okay. It's about a
1: girl who's alerted to everything. Yes. But she finds love, probably.
0: Most likely because it's a young adult novel. It's a
1: young adult novel. So if you're into that, cool. Now's your month. If you're not, Right. skip to next month.
0: Yeah. It's just, we haven't done one of those yet. So we're trying to like, make our way through all of the different genres. Making my way downtown. Walking fast. Faces past. I'm
1: homebound.
0: <laughs> 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 so um, follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, not Not LinkedIn, LinkedIn. and we will see you next week. Yeet!
1: I have nothing else to share.
0: Me neither. Murder! I'm kind of sad about it. I know, but like...